The people I love the best jump into work headfirst without dallying in the shadows and swim off with sure strokes, almost out of sight. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Squeezing the Orange of Social Science, a podcast co-hosted by myself, comedian Akinomo Pitan, and Professor Dan Cable. On each episode, the two of us pick apart peer-reviewed and published social science papers, and we squeeze them for their best bits so that you, the listeners, and now viewers as well, what's up, YouTube, do not have to sift through pages and pages of academic literature. What's up, Dan? Hello. <laughs> like a goat. Right? <laughs> Stubborn. Uh, today we will, um, you know, funnily enough, not be saving them pages and pages of endless scientific text mm. because it's a change-up. It's a change-up episode. We're going to talk a little bit about where we are, totally. our so, lives, talk about yeah, some change-ups. So, so yeah, the change-up, first off the top. Uh, so uh, listeners, like firstly, massive, massive thanks to all of you who regularly tune in and rock with us and share our posts and have been sending it to your to your pals, to your enemies as well. Uh, we, we're just overly grateful. We're going to be switching up to a bi-weekly uh, podcast now. Uh, so for those of you who are smart enough to enjoy squeezing the orange but not smart enough to know what bi-weekly means. We're going to be dropping them every other week. So. I hope that's what it means. I don't uh, even I really hope, know. You know what? It, it, might, it might not even mean I think it might twice a year. Bi-weekly means twice a year. I forget. I always We're going to be... Up. We're going to be rocking every other week from, from this point on. And like, so, okay, Dan, like, so what's brought about this decision from us, from ourselves? I think there's a couple things. Um, number one is we, like many people in the world, are adapting like hell. And, uh, you know, to be honest, these, these podcasts, while we obviously have a ball doing them, uh, to find the article, to carefully read the article, to set up times to record it and then to put it out there and so on. It's, um, it's interesting just how much energy that has been. And I guess, you know, there's a part like wave two for me that we, while we're not big successful, we just about at 20,000 downloads. And to me, there's something like, kind of like psychologically important that we, you know, we had a decent ramp up and it seems like now some people might actually like it. And so I don't think that we're doing anyone a great disservice but it'll just hand back this big hunk of time every other week. But what, what do you what do you reckon? I, in fact, maybe we'll talk a little bit about what we're working on. But what what's your take, Akin? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. So so firstly, if anyone does take issue with us now putting episodes out every other week, here's what you could do: you could start your own podcast and put them out weekly. <laughs> I'm in such a playful mood today. It is. <laughs> what up? Should we like read these freaking read. articles and tell read. us what you think of? <laughs> I would, I would download that. Help a buddy out. I would, <laughs> I would, I would, I would tune in. I, they, okay. You know what? Listen, you've already got two fans right off the bat. So, um, so yeah, it's like, I, I love doing this podcast. Like I, I just, le- I learn loads, right? I'm, I'm learning loads, like, you know, with all of, all of the reading, but yeah, like Dan said, like, this is just such a, it's a, it's a really weird time to be alive right now because the idea seems to be that everything has stopped and slowed down. 
And when I compare that to the reality of my life right now, the, the two are not matching up. Like everything has this additional challenge, this additional demand, like new work is just springing up and it's springing up in ways where I have to learn how to work that way. And it's, um, it's challenging yeah. to be honest. Like it's, it's really challenging. Um, not having the regular routine in my life and familiarity, a lot of things feel like the first time and, and further like psychologically as well. I feel like I've been like in a state of, I feel like I've been in a state of presence for like three months straight. And so by presence, I mean like when, when you do kind of like, like meditation or this whole idea of like mindfulness and really being in the moment, when there's this constant threat of this, this, this kind of like invisible virus that might just kill you and your loved ones and it affects every decision that you make, you're constantly in this state of just being present and, yeah, I don't even. I hope this doesn't even sound whiny because I, I feel like I'm I'm doing well during this time, but it's 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 a lot. If yep. I'm honest, like it's, it's interesting lot, to even man. think about the idea that you can have too much mindfulness. There's like too much freaking mindfulness going on here. <laughs> well, because it could be, you're you're having to if we if we use another frame on it, rather than a lot of automatic in life where like you just show up and do your thing, and a lot of it is so rehearsed in your brain and so automatic so habitual that you're not using that fresh you're not cutting fresh meat every time you want to do something at least for me i might even talk about a couple of things i'm doing so many of the things that used to be habitually good um a i have to find new ways to even get the work and then b you have to really work hard to make the work work like all the little assumptions aren't there and it's kind of fun for like a month and then by two months you're like, but yeah, it's interesting. So it does just sap and take energy in a different kind of way. I wouldn't even say that's the whole reason in a way, because this also gives me a load of energy. Like doing these gives me a chuckle. Totally. It's more like all the behind the scenes that it takes to, you know, to kind of harvest the fun. That, uh, that's a great point, Dan. So mm-hmm. it's not that... I, it's not that we want to do this every other week. It's more like the external forces of life are making it more challenging to do this every other for week. Now. I, yeah, yeah. So it's funny not getting in the room matters a little bit to me. It's mm. a funny thing. I, I'm so extroverted and I thrive on that like emotional contagion thing. And while this is pretty good, um, it really isn't even 70%. It feels this is kind like, of sixty percent to me. It's, this is like new Coke. That's yeah. what. That's, yeah, that's, fine. that's what this is. This it's is fine. new Coke. Like no one <laughs> asked for it. <laughs> we'd all like we'd all like to return back to normal Coke, please. And if you guys could just, what would be great is if we all just forgot new Coke ever existed. That's could we go back to like classic right life? Could we, could, <laughs> <laughs> I'd take a diet Coke right now. I'd take a diet Coke <laughs> over new Coke. <laughs> Oh, nice glass of milk. Can I just have a glass of milk even? <laughs> so here's some stuff I'm doing. Um, one of the things that I'm doing right now that I'm just thinking about as you were talking is got this book coming out called Exceptional. It comes out mm. in September. And um, well, London Business School is having a hard time with its model, which used to be executives flew in from all around the world. <laughs> Certainly Europe. And then we 
taught them here in London. And like, that's kind of illegal now. <laughs> but even if it weren't illegal, they'd have to sit in quarantine for two weeks. And it's just, you need, it's you not need a good model. Us. You need to set up speakeasies for <laughs> executive education. They like fly under the wire. Like, right? They drop them like out of a helicopter into the Thames. <laughs> we go get them with ropes and grappling hooks. Put them on a barge. <laughs> Teach them on the barge. <laughs> Underground We lecturing. never touched land. We never touched land. There's no need to quarantine. <laughs> so anyway, what, thing, what I'm trying to do right now that is um, a lot of fun and deeply interesting for me is to create a live online course that basically teaches and uses this book exceptional, like finding your best self, like who you are at your best, and then becoming that more often, but treating it less like teaching and more like exercises where then we talk about why it was hard or uh, new habit creation, and then we talk about why new habits are hard. So just sort of using that, but using it digitally. So that's all totally new for me. I can literally have never done any of those things before. I believe in the concept, and I actually think if I get it right, scale could be enormous. You know, instead right. of having 40 people in a room, it could be 400, 4,000, what, 40,000. So I think I'm jazzed up about it, but every step is a new step. You have to, that mindful thing is like literally you have to start with what would be the best way to do the first minute given that they're remote and they're not in the room and I can't command their attention and I can't rely on energy and emotion and okay, maybe a poll. Maybe I start with a poll where like they all answer something. At least that's a minimal engagement from the start. But just that idea of having to question each and every step of it is uh, interesting, taxing, wonderful. Maybe um, you know we'll keep doing these, and when it launches, we'll we'll give it a we'll give it an announcement. Maybe some people will do it. But let's say, how about you? Name something that you're doing right now, Akin. What's something that you're like really working on right now? Man, I went and had this bright idea of starting a YouTube channel, and like for a long time. So, so listeners as well. Like I know always in the intro, I'm like, uh, you know, comedian Akin Omobitan and professor. So stand up comedy just it just doesn't exist right now. Like, do that anymore. Yeah, like I got there's nowhere unless I go outside a supermarket, right, and just start oh just start speaking to people who are queuing up for their groceries. Like there there isn't, and there are like there are online gigs, but similar to like what Dan was saying about like the energy of teaching live, like stand up comedy. I've done a, a quite a, a large number of online gigs, and I've enjoyed them. It's not the same. So I, I started a YouTube channel and the YouTube channel is called You Tell Me. And um, it's very new, well, as, it, as is everything right now. So, um, so if you like the sound of this, listeners, you can head over to YouTube and hit subscribe and check out some of the vids. So essentially what it is, is it's not even comedy. This is just, we're living a really weird time right now. So with You Tell Me, I head out and I, I have a sign, a homemade sign. I find a different location each episode. And I pretty much have this sign and I entice people to tell me their thoughts about things that are taking place in the world right now. So very often I have maybe two or three very open questions mm -hmm. and I just let them talk. And it's been real interesting. One, because during a pandemic, it's, it's a challenge. Like everything is a challenge right now. So traveling, finding locations, I've had to keep it as local to my home as possible. And then you have the challenge of, enticing people which you know living in london most people don't want to talk to you anyway much less during a pandemic so it's you kind of end up with the bravest the boldest the weirdest and i just listen 
So it's been, it's it, like launching this, like, yo, firstly, like props, man, like to, to everybody who's consistently doing anything, yo, big ups to you because starting anything is difficult and then remaining consistent at it. We did it. We did one of our episodes on, you know, the formation of like habit yeah. and you know, you, you need a lot of grit and resilience um, with new ventures. Like, you know, the, the quit rate is high and I get it. I get why people quit stuff. Like it's, Quitting's fun. Quitting's easy. Quitting very often <laughs> makes sense. Um, but for anyone who keeps things rocking, and you know, that's you, listener. There's listeners, there's something in your life right now which I'm sure you've wanted to quit, but you've, you know, you've persevered and you've shown resilience and grit. So bravo. Um, so this is one of the things that's taking up quite a fair bit of my time because I've had to learn loads of new skills like video editing. Um, I do a fair bit of audio editing for for this podcast, but um just learning a completely do, new, new, a completely new medium of of engaging with people and you know creating entertainment. Um, so yeah, that's been it's been a blast. I'm loving it, and and yeah, I've got some other stuff coming up as well. But you know, we'll we'll save that for for another time. But Akin's keeping busy. Nice. Um, and Great. yeah, do you, do you have another thing, Dan? Well, I could tell you about a um, a study. Did a study Ooh. with my colleague named Selen. I don't think we're going to squeeze that whole orange, but we just got what's called a revise and resubmit last week. I don't know if you revise know what this means. And, yeah, I'm going to ask. Uh, what, well, what, what it's kind of awesome. You know these journals yeah. that we always like talk about. You, when you do research, you do a bunch of like studies. You write it up and you send it off to them, and then they make it blind, meaning they take your name off it, and then they send it to reviewers that have never. You know, they have no idea who you are or anything. And then they, those reviewers just read it and they're like, yeah, thumbs up or thumbs down. And when you get a thumbs up, it doesn't mean like, yes, we will publish it, please. It's more like it doesn't suck totally. Like pretty much it's going like it's horrible. But we do got to fill this journal and it's not the worst thing we've ever seen. Like that's the attitude. It's almost like, so if you really work hard and kind of redo the intro and then rewrite the theory and then gather all new data and reanalyze it, maybe we'll take a look at it. <laughs> it is really like that. So, like, so you're now at the what? Re- revise and it's called what, revise re- and resubmit. Yeah, revise and resubmit. So, what is that time scale like then? Um, like usually once three you, months. Once they usually three months. You kind of like in this particular one, we do have to rewrite the theory in large part. Like, here's why we thought it would do what it did, and then they want us to gather at least one and probably two more studies. There are already five, so we'll lop two of them off, supplant them with two more. But like, here's what we actually studied. And I I think it's really pretty cool. First off, we show that loads of firms, when they go to hire people, use words like innate talent or natural brilliance. And it's this concept of like, you're born with it. And it's just, you're awesome. And they kind of like advertise that. What they don't advertise is like, you just got to work really hard. Or like, you have to learn a lot of stuff. They seem to want to do plug and play. Like they want you to be like brilliant on the day you walk in. And that's what they're, so anyway, that's step one that firms are doing that at an increasing amount since the 1940s. So if oh, you look wow. at it, like it increases every year and then every decade, it's like all time high. That's number one. Number two is we showed across three different studies that when firms talk about like natural talent, they're way more likely to attract narcissists. Hello. So the executive, hi. That's how you end up with me in your office and no one and else I like, any How do I done. sign up? <laughs> that sounds a lot like me. Did you say natural brilliant? <laughs> Did you say innate? You had you had me at brilliant, actually. <laughs> <When you> st- 
then, so then we're showing that like they're way more likely to be attracted to that. These narcissists, these sort of like self-love delusional people. And so what happens then is we showed that a bunch of studies, but then we showed in one study that like they're actually not that good. <laughs> so these narcissists, we have to do all these like games, like anagrams and like puzzles they had to solve. And we asked them on the front end, like, how good are you at this? And the narcissists are like, awesome. <laughs> I'm so good at this. You would not believe how good I am at this puzzle. But then it turns out they just didn't do very well. So like they statistically significantly substantially said they were better, except they were statistically significantly worse than people who just said like, I'm all right. How do you, how do you acquire narcissists? Oh, that, um, wait, you, you just go to the natural world and some people are and some people aren't. So do you mean like in our sample, how did we get Yeah, them? like how, yeah. yeah, like, um, I guess, well, yeah, like one, how would we you, study yeah, um, London Business School MBAs? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. out of a, two of our studies were um, MBAs and it's kind of funny because you just get natural variants with any group. But I would say that on average, um, probably MBAs have a higher proportion of narcissists than non-MBAs. Um, but anyway, in lots and lots of studies, even if you want to 150 people out there in the world on MTurk, you're going to have some that are in like the second percentile. And then yeah. you have some that are in like the 98th percentile of that continuum. Yeah. Look to see, are the ones that are higher more likely to be attracted to that kind of language in a, in a recruitment ad? And then the last thing that we showed that I thought was really cool is we went into a consulting firm, actually a firm that you and I used to work with, Akin, once upon a time. And we got these managers to do a couple of things where, number one, we sort of gave them different recruitment ads. And some of them were like talenty and some of them were like hardworky. They pretty much all picked the talenty ones. And then we like just gave them a description of a typical narcissist. And we like, you want to hire this person? Like, hell no. That sounds horrible. I wouldn't want that person anywhere near my firm. So what we're able to show in that last study is that the very leaders that hire people both use talent type language, but don't want what they're attracting. Mm. And maybe someday we'll cover this. Like if, you know, if it gets published, so. that'd be a fun one. I mean, that'd be a really fun one to kind of go through and dig into more. But anyway, I'm going to drop it. But I'll tell you, those sorts of revisions are wonderful because it's sort of like you think you're going to contribute to science. But they're also really time-consuming because you kind of have to redo it. You basically have to redo the study. Man, that sounds pretty exciting. I am definitely very much looking forward to to covering that one. And also as well, it did remind me that, man, I really need to pull up like the episode guides. But we do have an episode on Squeezing the Orange of Talent versus Hard Work. Mm. And mm-hmm. I, 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 for, for the love of me, I can't remember what the exact title of it is. But we do have an episode where we we do discuss similar themes um, and that would be like great listening for, for the listeners. And so, yeah, so I guess talking about like, you know, jumping to this uh, episode every other week. So if we, we kind of like jump back to that, the next episode of squeezing the orange listeners is going to be July 1st, 2020. Um, should the earth still remain intact? Cause <laughs> the way that know. we're escalating right now, <laughs> I would not be surprised <laughs> if the next week is getting weird out there, man. It's getting spooky, weird. man. Uh, so yeah, July first is going to be the next, and we're gonna we're gonna come back with a special guest. 
guests. We haven't had many special guests no, on, no. on Squeezing the Orange. We, we think we're too good for everyone. So not everyone gets to come onto this platform. Narcissist but, much? <laughs> <laughs> but our guest is going to be Terence Maori. Um, and Terence Maori is a writer, writes for Inc. Magazine, uh, was also a finalist for Thinkers 50, Bloomsbury author, a mentor at London Business School and MIT, also has a book out now. See, this is the thing, man. Come on, man. How did we, how we get, how did we get Terrence? I don't, um, you know, I don't know. We'll have to ask him. We'll ask him when he's on the show. I know there's definitely, there's definitely a, uh, a message thread on LinkedIn between myself and Terrence, but I can't remember who slid into whose DMs first. Um, but this is is gonna this is gonna be rocking. Like Terence does heaps of public speaking and is, you know, like that operating in that kind of. I, you know what? I'm not even gonna start bigging up Terence because he could come on and have absolutely nothing to say. <laughs> let's take a look. <laughs> let's. You know what? Let's find out first. <laughs> Are you a talenter or a hard worker? <laughs> right. <laughs> By the way, it was January. It was I found it. It is back January twenty second. It's called Talent Versus Hard Work. It's this whole idea about, are you a natural or are you a striver? You know? mm, so. There you go. So there you go, listeners. So if you haven't checked that out already, like you, can, you guys can really dig through our back catalog as well. Like I'm, I feel so proud being able to say that I have a back catalog. <laughs> like, but it. check it out. Like We've been rocking for, like, I think it's coming up to a year now. We're going to have to have a party episode, you know, Dan, mm. where... I think we need to like pour up some drinks um, mm. and we need to just get drunk. And then it's just the two of us for an hour rambling. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of the thing where like they, they act out Shakespeare that way and they just yes. sort of, like, either get really high or get really drunk. And so by yes. the end they're just disasters and they forget all. I think it's only fun for them. I'm sure the audience is like, it just descends into chaos and sadness. I, I, would, I would hope that the audience themselves have got a bit liquored up. Like that definitely sounds Keep like- the pace. Keep the pace. Keep the pace. Right? Right? Keep up, everyone. <laughs> Come on, just work with- Wowzers. Um, so yeah, July 1st, next episode of Squeezing the Orange. And that will be with our guest, Terrence Maori. And with that said, um, any, anything else you want to I think that's say? about it. Is, I hope we yeah, didn't go on too long. Hope that we gave you a little dose of what we're working on and why we think that every other week will be a really good thing for all parties. Totes. Thank you for listening. So, and next week we'll be back with some science. Not next, Dan. I just, we just oh, spent oh, an entire, oh, we just spent an entire episode. <laughs> Luckily you're an audio engineer and that will all be cut out seamlessly. <laughs> Thanks you for can't make a mistake us. on this thing. <laughs> oh, and by the way, as well, now that you've got a whole two weeks of beeps, if you're not already like subscribed, like hit subscribe on whatever podcast, to do it. right? Like, come on, guys, man. Just come on, do, pre- press the button. Do us a solid, man. Like, what's wrong with you? Press the button now. And also, if you're listening, I'm going, this is how you lose fans. This is, <laughs> this is, Maybe if you're we won't actually put this one out. <laughs> And this is all, all of this remains in. If you're listening on iTunes as well, please head over to the review section and you can drop us a, please drop, now I'm begging, now after being cocky, please, please give us a five-star review on, on iTunes. It, what it does is it helps with, um, it helps with how uh, Apple pretty much push 
um, podcasts and how they push content. So if you could drop us a five-star review, that would be fantastic. And as always as well, when you see us post on Twitter or on LinkedIn or, you know, wherever we, we pop this on Instagram as well, it's, it's a little thing on your part to like hit like, to hit share, uh, to hit retweet. And, but it goes a long way in terms of helping the podcast kind of like break out. So if you have been listening and you've got this far, you kind of like us a bit, come on, like at least a bit. So, you know, maybe like spread some of that to, to the rest of the world as well. And with that said, thank you once again for rocking with us, peeps. Enjoy the rest of your lives. Ciao. Ciao.